0: Beyond the Beaded Curtain is a podcast about porn. Have you seen this stuff? It's wild. They show everything. And we talk about everything, just so you know. Yeah, well, this isn't really like a, like the, a fun note to, to start no. our episode, but it's kind of like the right note, <laughs> right? Because wasn't this a pretty icky movie?
1: Um, oh no, mm. okay. So, this was icky for you,
0: yeah. Deeply, I find it deeply troubling. Um,
1: uh, uh, oh, okay. Well, uh, oh,
0: this is interesting. This is interesting. Mm. Oh. So, there are two things, two possibilities. May not have
1: given it the highest rating,
0: um.
1: There's may or the... may not. May Interesting. or may not. Because
0: we have to face a couple of possibilities here. One, maybe uh-huh. we watch different movies.
1: <laughs> that would be entertaining.
0: It was bound to happen eventually. Yeah. Two, um, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe we're just, our, our, our minds uh, just uh, uh-huh. are operating on slightly different wavelengths when mm-hmm. it comes to adult film. Although we already know that, you know. We yeah. have uh, we did our we've top had, fives a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm.
1: We've had you know? some controversies. Yeah, we've had some
0: controversies.
1: More and than our share.
0: Yeah, people are always here for the controversies. They're always mm-hmm. here for the um, for the drama. You know.
1: Yeah, the conflict.
0: Yes, what people love is when we just mm-hmm. have a fight,
1: <laughs> a brawl, just a, bra- a just porn a just
0: brawl, a verbal sparring match. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. hopefully, um, our super fans will get one of those, and we'll we'll find out soon enough. Yes. Stay tuned, and you'll find out as you listen to yet another episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. Each week, we slip through the regular part of our neighborhood VHS rental store and step through the beaded curtain into the dirty section, where the good stuff. Hmm, well, well. Where the dirty stuff lives. And we rent a movie, <laughs> watch it, and we talk about it with you. I'm one of your hosts. I am Randy Chardonnay.
1: I am Monday Blue, and our film this week is Babylon Pink, 1979. Yes. Can the... we just go mm. ahead and, and agree that 1979 seems to be the v vintage for vintage porn?
0: Yes, Yes, we can agree with that for sure. Mm-hmm. This is sort of um the year where the movies just kind of look good. It's pre sort of like everything being direct to video and just being kind of cheap and or sloppy like
1: direct to penetration. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, this did go pretty direct to penetration as well we'll talk about
1: <laughs> soon yeah.
0: enough but yeah there's there's some attempt to sort of use sort of like actual film techniques in these, uh, Mm -hmm. circa 1979 films, which Mm -hmm. I just, I can put up with a lot more terribleness if I feel like the people making the movie are actually trying to make a movie.
1: It was also, I mean, this film also was the who's who of, of 1979. Sure. It was like watching the the Spice Girls reunion tour. <laughs>
0: oh really? And who was mm-hmm. on the Spice Girls reunion tour that made it such a such a who's who sort of event?
1: Well, I guess Vanessa Del Rio. Uh we haven't seen her.
0: Wait, she was um, on the Spice Girls reunion
1: tour? Oh. The Spice Girls were oh, okay. on the Spice Girls Reunion Tour.
0: So that's okay. So what you're saying is a sort of like mm-hmm. who's who of pop music is just the yes. Spice Girls. Yeah, right?
1: like getting these these icons mm. back together. Mm. It's like it's like once you um you know, once you smash an atom, it's really hard to bring the particles together. Some would say impossible. Right. Very difficult. But that is what happened.
0: Mm. And what's amazing is that all the Spice Mm -hmm. Girls were having such amazing solo careers, right? They were just doing so many popular and well-known about things that many people...
1: Mm. Have you read uh, Jerry Hallowell Ginger Spice's autobiographies? Uh... Amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright. Yeah. The, although I like the first one more.
0: Hmm. Well, this has been a fun Spice Girls tangent. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Yeah. I, I, no,
1: I'm gonna hijack this yeah. podcast.
0: No, I love it. Because, <laughs> it's gonna um, be a Spice
1: Girls podcast from now on.
0: Great. I feel like I listen to a number of uh these sort of audio programs that mm-hmm. that dip into 90s nostalgia. But your 90s nostalgia is completely different from mine. And so I'm just like, (laughs) great. Like, let's get into it. I don't remember this at all. Awesome. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, it's a a real who's who of 1979. So we're talking Mm -hmm. Vanessa Del Rio. We're talking Samantha Samantha Fox. Fox. We're talking some other people.
1: Georgina Spelvin.
0: Georgina yeah. Spelvin, yeah. Those are the those well, and those are the three that we've talked about at length, although there are mm-hmm. a number of performers in this film who we have seen before. Yes,
1: um, yes.
0: Um that the the one fella who um is real gross, I think. Um and uh oh and Uncle the sa- John. Oh yeah, him too. Well they're uh-huh. all I would say okay. This um <laughs> this movie Yeah. Oh,
1: the husband, the husband,
0: the husband. Yeah. The guy who's Mm. sort of like a porn Dan Hedia.
1: Ooh, almost. I mean, am I wrong? Didn't get that at all. What? Who's that? Okay. Which Spice Girl would he be?
0: (laughs) You know, I can't do that. Um, Dan's in a lot of things. I think maybe most prominent in my mind is being Carla's husband on Cheers.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Everyone knows what I'm talking about. All the true 90s kids know yeah. what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, you know, this... for
1: all my Frasier love, I'm ashamed to admit I've only seen, like, the pilot episode for Cheers.
0: That's odd, because it is the superior show. <gasps> you don't really have much room for argument when you have only seen one of the two shows.
1: True.
0: Anyway, so, yeah, we... It's it's full of stars. Uh it's also uh-huh. um sort of uh, sort of sort of almost like a companion film to another movie we covered called Outlaw Ladies. Uh, because it shares <gasps> I was
1: just gonna oh my god.
0: Yes, yeah, shares Thought quite a,
1: twins.
0: Um shares quite a bit of cast and the same director.
1: And a similar kind of like interconnected characters structure yes i i was actually going to propose a new segment called porn pairings
0: yes so like oh sort of like
1: kind of like match Mm. this film with another film
0: yeah sort of like in a wine wine and cheese kind of Uh kind of way yeah Uh
1: Mm -hmm. but i was thinking about ladies too yeah same Um, kind of like similar banging music
0: good music on this too that's another thing that really drops in quality dramatically as we get into the 80s is the um music selection? um do you have a synopsis for this film yes wonderful hit us with it so
1: yeah uh babylon pink 1979 new york city we are gonna follow a handful of women at various stages of their lives, um, also at various stages of curious, lonely, horny. Um, yeah, and we'll just kind of uh, flit from woman to woman and uh, explore their sexual fantasies.
0: That's interesting. So you, you read these as all uh, the fantasies of the women? yes. Whoa! Okay, all right.
1: Is but th- could that be why our takes were so different?
0: Very possible. Mm-hmm. Well, let's 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 start in. Yeah, so this has a sort of like. Mm-hmm it's the sort of structure that sort of suggests more complexity than is really present. So it's really a series of, of vignettes. We
1: fall for it every time. Yes.
0: So it's like jumping around from a bunch to, between a bunch of different bedrooms and a bunch of different ladies uh, waking up and, and starting their days and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got um, Vanessa Del Rio, who's um, sort of gross uh, husband sort of climbs onto her sleepily uh, when their alarm goes off. I would say we might be just this. Just might be the um, quickest from start a film to taint that we've ever had in any of our episodes yes, before.
1: I I was not ready for this taint.
0: No, I mean I never am, but this time <laughs> it seemed seemed sort of yeah. just extra egregious to me. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I was not I was not ready for it, and um uh, the the fellow um. What's his name? Bobby Astier. Mm-hmm. Um he uh he is also in Her Name Was Lisa and Outlaw Ladies. Um so we've seen him before. Don't love him, but we've seen him before. Um and <laughs> Vanessa Del Rio, um always yeah. great. Only she's Sparkling, only been in one of our other
1: sizzling, Vanessa. Has
0: she mm-hmm. been in anything we've covered other than her name was Lisa?
1: No. No,
0: okay. Well, welcome back to the show, Vanessa. Um, Mm -hmm. she's big on Twitter, folks, check her out. Um, And then we've got, um, let's see, other bedrooms include their daughter, their teenage daughter with her mm -hmm. giant stuffed panda. Uh, Yeah,
1: it's um, like the relationships don't really, they're not required to appreciate the, the story. But, it does kind of uh, justify why we have such a comp- complicated cast. Um, I, I, I'm always amused by how these uh, films commit to certain elements of storytelling and then just abandon mm-hmm. others entirely. Yeah, uh, good point. But yeah, like establishing why a person has to be in the movie by saying, oh, it's because they're someone's daughter. Um, that That's always... They, they right. go the extra mile. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's sort of like... It's, it's funny to think but about... They can't like just a, show
1: a bunch of people fucking.
0: Right. Which eventually in the 80s, porn directors would say, hey, you know what? We could just show a bunch of people fucking, right? <laughs> yeah, let's just do that. And they would just do that. And porn consumers yeah. would be like, yeah, why did you fuck around yeah. with mm-hmm. for so long? before just giving us what we want obviously and now we don't even want that we just like want 2 second internet gifs <laughs> like oh, so whatever why make a whole movie just do the 2 seconds come on um yeah so it just it it's kind sort of sort of hinting at this um, this like interconnectedness and but mm-hmm. the the intersections don't mean anything in fact they mean even less here in my mind than they did in outlaw ladies where they didn't mean much. <laughs> yeah. We do have only only two scenes are sort of out of this sort of um, fantasy realm. Um, I think. Um, the the this first quickie with um with Vanessa there when she still got her mm-hmm. still just hasn't even gotten out of bed yet, still got her hair and curlers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um she and her husband. Um, and there's we'll we'll talk about the other Moment that's not a yeah. fantasy sequence when we get to it.
1: Yeah. Uh, the the movie opens with, like, the, the ticking of an alarm clock. Uh, Vanessa Del Rio has her hair in rollers, and she's just, like, trying to climb out of bed, take care of the household. but it, And then her husband kind of pulls her back into bed and falls on top of her, um, like, an old wool blanket and just starts thrusting away. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, tan lines, uh, mid-century furniture.
0: Sure. Tan lines, we got them. Don't even worry about it.
1: Taint Taint, shots.
0: We got it. Don't even worry Mm -hmm. about it. I'm mostly just feeling sympathetic for Vanessa there because it doesn't seem like she's interested. No. Right. For
1: once we get shitty sex that's supposed to be shitty sex.
0: Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. It just seems mm-hmm. like no one's really. This isn't great mm-hmm. for anybody. There's also and and when they're when they're about to f- finish up, as it were, mm-hmm. um, the 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 fella. Um, so it, this is another movie where every sex scene has to have some sort of um, a verbalized justification for the uh, for a cum shot at the end. She, she has to express verbally that she does not want him to climax while inside her um mm-hmm. because uh, her birth control is not in place and mm-hmm. it's uh it's and he's very frustrated about this yeah. because obviously this sort of thing A is real charmer. Yeah. It's obviously yeah. her job, right? I mean isn't isn't that the implication? Like <laughs> yes. come on. Lady, you're supposed to cure that. You
1: have you have one job.
0: You have one job, and that is to not get (laughs) pregnant when I stick it in you. Okay, go, Yeah, so that scene wraps up. Oh, another thing um, about these opening sequences that I thought was sort of a through line is um, a, a lot of alarm clock radios. And a lot yes. of discussion of numbers in weird, meaningless ways. So it's just like, I'm just over somewhat overwhelmed by all the radio announcers talking about like different weather degrees. It's going to be and different yeah. stock prices and traffic. <laughs> and it just like, who wrote this?
1: Numbers, Who's... numbers were in numbers.
0: Were in. <laughs> it was the go, go seventies. Numbers were huge. <laughs> right. And then numbers were getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> a thousand, a <laughs> hundred thousand, a million people thought yeah. numbers will not go any bigger. Then what do you know? Numbers got up as far as a billion and they haven't gone backwards since. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so soon we learn uh, that uh, we learned that the, the, um, one of the other bedrooms is also in the same house. So we've got parents and their daughter, and then we get to feel mm-hmm. gross right away. Cause we looked at that first scene and I'm using the sort of royal we here, and we're like, oh, she's cute, and then you're like, oh, she's supposed to be in high school, so that's gross. Um, but they're all yeah. they're a family,
1: mm-hmm. and then we got and com- there, mm. there's that classic domestic scene of you know everyone fighting to use the bathroom, mm, and yeah. the daughter is in her underwear and a skimpy camisole. And the father, as he walks out, tells her she shouldn't walk around in her underwear like that. And I feel like this movie uh, always kind of dances really close to the incest line. Oh, it... But but never crosses. mm, mm, It crosses. Oh. Oh. Oh, well, okay... Two incest line lines crosses one right, uh, kind of just like grinds up against the other
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sort of like um, yeah, there it's 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 uh, incest is it shares two borders,
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and one of the borders is um, is invaded, and the other uh-huh. one just a show, sort of a show of force at the border um, <laughs> during a, some tense hostilities. <laughs> and yes, we'll get to that. So, um, yeah, that's the start of our that's the start of our day. Uh, I think next, yeah. um, rather than try to
1: oh oh oh, mm. and uh, uh, the daughter as she's leaving to go to school in her um, uniform. Yeah. The, the mother says, "Don't forget, you have to go over to your aunt's tonight to help her out with her dinner party." So that's kind of planting this dinner party that's going to happen in the evening as a plot point in the movie.
0: Yeah, and it is, as much as there are plot points in this movie, that's one of them. <laughs> um. So next scene. Next scene. Oh, we introduce some other characters. We've got like mm-hmm. a we've got Samantha Fox as a sort of just lady at a house writing down numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a couple of other ladies who are roommates. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, and we've got the, the who the, the, they're the people who turn out to be the, um, uh, aunt and uncle. That's uh, Georgina and her husband
1: yeah. mm-hmm. the and, dinner party having
0: fun. Uh, my favorite introduction of any of these characters is probably the, um, uh, Georgina and, and her fella, Cause could Mm -hmm. you do what is he doing? Do you have any guess at at that?
1: Um, what do you mean what is he doing?
0: Well, he's like is he doing old timey calisthenics? This is a little bit later, but he's like he's just counting very aggressively. He just like she's on the bed and he's over by Mm -hmm. a dresser and you can't tell what he's doing. He just says, Seventeen.
1: I think (laughs) eighteen Yeah.
0: But what is he doing? Eighteen um, of.
1: Um, maybe like uh I don't know. Like curls or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if um if any old timey staying sexy for his Yeah, niece. staying
0: sexy, yeah, for his knees. Yeah. Um <laughs> so if any of you uh Aficionados of Babylon Pink want mm-hmm. to explain that to us. Go ahead and hit us up at dirty v h s on Twitter. Anyone who's a sort of babylon pink slash old timey calisthenics fan
1: yeah, it's a very specific intersection it's a
0: real we real believe in you narrow we demo. believe
1: you are out there
0: uh and then uh, the roommates um one of the roommates um mm-hmm. is like, so I guess it's a one bedroom apartment that they share. I don't know, it doesn't make sense. Um, basically the one roommate is like, I'm going to take my date home and have sex with him later. Why don't you So you need
1: to get out? Mm -hmm. And that girl's like, uh, no, what am I going to do? Find a date that I don't have that doesn't exist. No, I'm just going to come back home after work. You deal with it. Um, I did love their, uh, their civilized kitchen. (laughs) Mm hmm. Did you see the paper towel holder mounted onto the wall in the back? Um, It's like a paper towel mount, but it's not vertical. It's horizontal. Hmm. So the sheets are pulled down. It's very civilized.
0: That sounds great. Mm -hmm. Everyone is here for more paper towel-related content, so... (laughs) go ahead folks you know yeah Tell your and
1: uh i think i've met my my biggest porn crush to date in this scene oh yeah Arca- arcadia lake
0: okay all right
1: mhm she's the she's the one who is trying to kick out her roommate so right. that she can bring her date over but she's wearing this uh halter top maxi dress and mm-hmm. like a scarf print. Hmm. Um, very 70s. She's got lots of silver and turquoise jewelry. Um, she's got hair that's in a blunt cunt cut, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, she, then, what, what, what what does she have?
1: Uh, she has a soft cunt and a blunt <laughs> cut for her hair.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Guys, Too um,
1: often. It's the other is, way around.
0: Uh we should have mentioned um this 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 program does feature <laughs> some harsh language, some explicit content, uh maybe present in this episode. Yeah, um question. So, what were you most into sort of her <laughs> Um, as a fashion icon or did you relate mm. to sort of all the bullying she was doing? Which <laughs> were did that help? Did that hurt? How'd that go?
1: I I like a bully. Sure. I may or may not have been a bully in the past. Sure. Myself. Yeah. Um but all of it, I mean you can't you can't separate any one element from mm. the others. Mm. The bullying, the mm. silver turquoise right. the the blunt cut yeah all right well
0: so um one thing i did like about this movie and i'm sure it's Mm -hmm. all b-roll but you know we do actually have some exterior shots Mm. you don't actually see any of the stars doing anything outside but they they did a better and more convincing job of kind of giving this movie a sort of city new york vibe Than most of the movies we see where it's just like so aggressively obvious that the that the exterior shots, if they're there, have nothing to Mm -hmm. do with the interior shots. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I I loved seeing uh, people walking the streets in 1979. Yeah, Yeah, love it. Lots of khaki. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So now we go to an office and where this is where um, for some reason it took me a while to recognize Samantha Fox. I don't know what. She just
1: it's that severe bun, okay,
0: okay. that makes sense yeah. mhm
1: um yeah, so she's kind of like that established business woman with a very successful professional life, but a less than fulfilling personal life she's like barking orders and you know neat asking for numbers left and right, mm-hmm. um kind of like you know the buy, sell, buy, sell kind of person um yeah
0: yeah and we are so this is where we see the kind of biggest congregation of uh characters meet up in the same room because she's 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 working with both um the the fella who is um uh Vanessa Del Rio's husband works for her mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. does um the roommate who's trying to get who is getting kicked out merle michaels um, mm-hmm. who is also playing basically the same part in outlaw ladies it's like the exact same kind <laughs> of like you know she's she's stuck being like this mousy secretary character which is just mm-hmm. such a weird just thinking about this now uh what a strange um bit of typecasting that is for porn you know where it's like yeah. She's going to be naked and doing sex and mm-hmm. doing wild things, but she's always like, you know, the, uh, uh, we all, we always see her as like the quiet one, you know, the, mm-hmm. the reserved, um, like virginal figure who ends yeah. up doing wild things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, this is where, um, this is where things get
1: wild. Yes. So we may have interpreted this differently. But I, uh, I imagined, um, when they do that kind of like, uh, th- video trick of, what is that film trick where it, it's, you know, you're kind of diving into someone's imagination.
0: Well, it switches to kind of like, um, almost like, like a fisheye ripple. Yeah. Yeah. Where like, there's like, um, sort of soft, um, soft focus around the corner of the frame and. Um, Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. a music there's a weird music cue too to kind of announce that we're kind of into a weird extra zone
1: Mm -hmm. so I thought we were now um, entering Samantha's imagination where she fantasizes about um, having intimate relations with uh, with the The husband of Vanessa Del Rio. Her employee. Yeah,
0: Bobby there. Um, mm-hmm. Bobby. Interesting. So I, did you ever have an interpretation of this when you're watching the scene? Because oh, let's just back up a little bit. In this scene, mm-hmm. um, the thing that I found just so distasteful is mm-hmm. that it's, it's, it's as though um, uh, Samantha Fox's character has just become sort of like, Uh, hypnotized and super impressionable and she's just sort of um she's in a a highly uh, suggestible state and just does whatever Mm -hmm. um bobby tells her to and so it's this combination of he's he's giving her instructions in the most bland monotone um (laughs) and and so and she's just doing like okay yeah i will take off my panties now or and Mm -hmm, so it's mm -hmm. just it's a um I thought maybe that tw- the thing was that he actually had some sort of, you know, brain powers and he was making oh, the situation happen. No.
1: Uh, uh, oh, I see. Well, right. at the end of the scene, we that same kind of uh, warpy, watery effects happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we kind of are back in her. Her reality. So right. When we, but yeah,
0: when the, well, two things. So you never, you, did you pick up immediately that this was fantasy? Was there, or did do you ever do like I did and think that this was really happening and it was like sex magic or whatever?
1: Oh, I no. Even from the beginning, I assumed it was fantasy.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: But I think it's because those, those cues just, um, I just automatically went there.
0: Interesting. So that, mm-hmm. that that immediately said fantasy to you and not some other kind of indeterminate no. magicness curious.
1: Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, cool. Well, um, that really, that says a lot for like my lack of enjoyment of the scene. Cause I was going yeah, back and forth. No, like, not I um,
1: would God, I would find that terribly disturbing.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. I a thing that I find particularly distasteful, um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I've talked about it before. And it's, it's one of the, it's a thing that's like really big in Fifty Shades of Grey is, um, is a, is a man, um, sort of like, uh, explaining sex to a lady and like explaining her own body to her. Mm. And it's just, oh, it's so, it's so gross.
1: Yeah. You know, that happens a lot. Yeah.
0: It's, uh. It's, yeah. it's,
1: it's I mean, bad news. Off the top of my head, I can even, like, come up with several examples from my own life. Oh, dear. Like, men explain my body to me.
0: Oh, how nice of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Do
0: you yeah. um remember? Oh, you know what else hmm.
1: is disturbing in the scene? Tell me. We get another diaper thong yeah i was meaning to
0: ask you about that
1: well not only is it another diaper thong it might not even be another another diaper thong it might be the same diaper thong from another movie we've seen before
0: oh gross yeah they should i'm um,
1: pretty sure yeah i'm all for this exact
0: pair i'm all for recycling you know and being green and whatever (laughs) but uh I don't think it's right to ask anybody Mm -hmm. to reuse any of these porn costumes. I think that's, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like find it in the budget, you know,
0: find it in the budget. Come on, people do a little bit less B roll if you need to. (laughs) Right. Um, the thing I was thinking about was old, old Bill O'Reilly. Do you remember the um the leaks of like his <laughs> like his his like voice messages he was leaving for like in his like sexual harassment lawsuit when he was uh-huh. like like trying to he's like calling women and, and and two great things. One was like how he would um help teach them to masturbate properly. And, um, that's great. Um, he also, he, he swapped the word falafel for loofah. And so in his like sexy talk, yes, he was Uh talking about, um, um, bringing falafel into the shower and, uh, giving a lady a nice falafel massage in the shower. And (laughs) I love that so much. You're
1: making this up.
0: I am not making this up. This is real. This happened. Why
1: did not make, why did does not make the cover of the Times.
0: Well, I don't know. Or Maybe like it did. The this was a long page time ago. Of the world. <laughs> it was a big deal. Why at the time, is this not the like...
1: homepage of Wikipedia?
0: <laughs> that was like this is like a hundred sex scandals ago now, and it's just like ah uh, no. old news. Oh yeah. Oh my
1: god. See, yeah. I didn't listen to those tapes because I, I don't know. You, you hear one, not. you've heard them all, but it turns out you haven't. Yeah. it's I, um, I would, by the way, I would not say no to a falafel massage from the right person. Just not <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. Just
0: uh, for sure. Not Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the other thing um, about this, this scene that made There's me. There's lots
1: of uh, phosphorus. And full of oh, oh. zinc. Oh, that's great.
0: Great. Something my body needs anyway.
1: Folate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. This. The scene. Mm-hmm. Did ju- I couldn't imagine it being a lady's fantasy in the way. Because um, she's yeah. sort of she's it's not and it's not a question of the power dynamics because people mm-hmm. can have whatever kind of can see themselves in whatever side mm-hmm. of that in their own fantasies and that's mm-hmm. perfectly understandable I think um it's the way that she's sort of kind of brain dead and yeah and
1: oh that's true yeah she's not like fully present
0: put your panties
1: up tight as tight as you can You uh, feel the silky fabric pressing against your crotch? Yes. Yes, I can. Uh, lower your panties to your knees. I'll have to unfasten my garter belt. Oh, I know. After
0: you've pulled your panties to your knees, I'll want you to redo them. All right. Right. Hmm. So even if, and you can imma- yeah, I can, you know, I can imagine, like, and I, I think later, like, um, when we get to Georgina Spelvin's. Um, uh, this scene, part mm-hmm. of her fantasy is sort of like the wrongness of it. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of in the moment, it, it makes sense. And you kind of get where, you know, it feels if, if, if it, it feel it's, uh, it makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. but in this sequence, it just, I, even when I sort of started with it, like, okay, just, it's a fan. It's, he doesn't have magic sex powers of his mind. It's just a fantasy. I always presumed it was his fantasy because I thought the fantasy was like the magical sort of charm power. Like maybe he sees other men being more successful with women, and just like imag- you know doesn't understand how they do it, and just imagines this sort of like superpower, and he imagines himself having it. I see, but I don't know. But you you read it as um, as hers. Is that more because of the yeah. way it was positioned, or in terms um, of like storytelling, or?
1: What do you think? Well, I mean, I guess it was mostly the, yeah, that like, that cliche, that cue, but also I could imagine um, this, uh, the desire for a power dynamic reversal when you're Mm. like the Mm -hmm. desire to submit um, and not be in control all the time.
0: Mm. She, she certainly was not in control um yeah. from as just as a sort of like storytelling thing mm-hmm. um when it kind of clearly returns back to reality on mm-hmm. the one hand the the camera pans first to him back in the in in his mm-hmm. chair but mm-hmm. she does have the last moment of the scene and it's a sort mm-hmm. of um there that she she does definitely have a sort of like um returning to reality sort of Mm -hmm. vibe about the, her Mm -hmm. sort of silent acting at the end of the scene. Mm -hmm. So that definitely does speak to your interpretation. Um, but I think I, and I was probably just too, I just didn't get that this was necessarily fantasy and not like a weird magic thing. Um, and that probably altered my perception too.
1: We've seen plenty of that too. Like mind control.
0: Um, let's see. Skipping ahead. I think we're, we go we're back to about, Vanessa, right?
1: Yes, we're about to get to my favorite shot, my favorite moment in this whole film.
0: I have a feeling we might share our favorite <gasps> moment in this film because <laughs> I think we both have a thing where. If anything yeah. just like super unexpected just like <laughs> completely left field happens where we're just like yes. how did that end up in this porn? We, we love I think it. we mm-hmm. both are just like we there start for worshipping that the stuff. randomness. Yes, yes. exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um so um we're back with Vanessa and just just as the um just as the office stuff seems super fake and just sort of like I don't know. What do they do in office? Talk about deals? Business? Yeah. Numbers? Um, yeah. Calls. I mm-hmm. uh, I feel like poor Vanessa is like this, like, you know, homemaker character. But, like, the people writing the movie are just like, what does a homemaker do at home? Just waits around in her curlers, I guess. Like, in her no, curlers, her yeah. robe,
1: uh, yeah. looks at herself in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, no sense of, like, what domestic labor is or anything, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, and she's um she's looking out the window below, mm-hmm. and um, magic cue, uh, yes. fantasy mode. She sort uh, of conjures a, a uh, sexy um, a produce stand fella up into her I bedroom mean, for sex purposes.
1: Yes, produce stand, fruit stand, men are sexy. Yeah. Period.
0: You heard it here, folks.
1: Yes. Very sexy. Love it. Um, Um, Also, this was like a very big stand, too. mm -hmm. Like, this is Walmart size. You have like (laughs) hundreds of fruits on the street. And also, my favorite thing, the giant pumpkins. Oh. Oh, was that not your favorite thing?
0: Oh, was it, was it your favorite shot as the giant pumpkins outside? Yes. Oh, okay. Mine is the not. What the fuck is that? I don't know.
1: Like, just giant pumpkins on the sidewalk. I mean, well, if, like, because, like, when you, when you look down on the street, right, the pumpkins are bigger than, mm-hmm. than the man.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. it has
1: got to be giant. Uh, that's a pretty big pumpkin. And I thought that was, um, that was also a classic 1979 moment. Like the the pre, you know, frivolous litigation days, the old oh, days, yeah. when you before knew the, all your before neighbors. Before PC
0: culture took yeah, over. Yeah,
1: and no one got sued for leaving hazardous pumpkins on the sidewalk.
0: <laughs> I I have some follow-up questions though about um, sexy fruit sellers though.
1: Uh uh Um,
0: What plays into it? Are we talking like the the variety of the produce, the amount of produce? This is all is this is all part of it, or?
1: I I just appreciate the kind of um, I to see a man in a nurturing profession.
0: Oh, like selling produce, very nurturing, yeah,
1: tending to them. Right. Mm, like okay. kind of making sure they're healthy and happy and they, they convey comfort, mm, in, you know, mm, like mm. The, the gentle art of produce managing.
0: Wow. And mm. this doesn't have anything to do with, um, your well-established, uh, sort of, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, food and vegetable, or sex and vegetables, uh, intrigue, okay. Or all is right. That, uh, is okay.
1: That, that, I mean, one, when does one end and the other begin really? Good point. Um,
0: <laughs> good point.
1: Yes. But just like the human plant relationship
0: is, <laughs> is a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's unknowable, it's ancient, it's... Vegetable
0: husbandry. Um, Mm. So let me talk about my favorite part. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first thing that happens is this fellow appears behind uh, Vanessa in the mirror. And what does he do? He crunches on a big old dill pickle spear. It's the strangest start to a sex seed. Oh, wait, did
1: you see that as a dill pickle spear?
0: Yeah, what was it not?
1: Oh, I saw it it as like a honeydew slice with the rind on. And so I made a note, like how manly, just fucking (coughs) chomping down on some rind. (laughs) (laughs) The feeling is for wussies, right? Yeah, this is... (laughs)
0: This is the most Freudian shit I could imagine. <laughs> so um, I, mm-hmm. a um, um, you know, a cisgendered, hetero man, uh-huh. looked at the scene and said, "That is a pickle being uh-huh. eaten." Uh huh. And you, mm-hmm. a lady, mm-hmm. said, "No, that is a melon being." eaten. <laughs> That's outrageous. It's like we, it's like we got together and scripted this shit. <laughs> yes. Um, it's, yeah, it's a pickle though. Come on, come on, let's go. I'm going to well, take a look at it right okay. now. Um,
1: let's ask for a, a, let's send the footage to the judges. Yeah. Let's send the footage to, to NASA analysis.
0: Yeah. And, um, let's see. Yeah, that's, Mm. I'm, yeah, it's a, it's a dill, it's a dill pickle spear. It's gotta be, I mean, that's what could be sexier than that. You know, what's sexier than a big old dill pickle? It's
1: melon. No, what kind of
0: melon is that? That's madness. What kind of
1: pickle is that? Huge. And also it's yellow and mushy at the core. Like a perfectly ripe honeydew.
0: (sighs) What honeydew has that thin of a rind?
1: Maybe, maybe it was kind of peeled. Mm. So maybe it's just the rind? That's too? what you're
0: saying is effectively just eating the rind of the melon?
1: No. Because it's in a strip, right? It's in a
0: strip such that it's as though the he's somebody, it's as though he already ate the melon off of the rind and is now just carrying the rind around and then just eats the rind. That doesn't make any okay. sense. That's no, wild. No, how
1: I interpreted it. <laughs> this is going to be the whole show. Just Spice yes. Girls and then the melon yes. pickle yeah. debate.
0: Pickle v. Oh melon. Oh my God,
1: this is going to be the new Laurel Yanni. Um,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I, I thought that the melon was so ripe That, um, you know, when you get rid of the seeds, when you get rid Mm -hmm. of the seeds, like so much of the innards also had to be discarded because it was that juicy and ripe.
0: I think that you're imagining a melon that's almost exclusively seeds then.
1: No, I, you could have... More longish melons, right? Folks, not perfectly round. This is, yeah. You know <laughs> what? We're gonna have to. Okay, folks. You, there, I, I agree
0: I, with you that melons are beautiful. They mm-hmm. come in all different shapes, colors.
1: No, um, a, a pickle could not be that, um, like fleshy. Mm, um, mm, I mm. can you kind <laughs> of. Um, Take a screenshot of that, make sure a GIF, and then get our Twitter followers to settle this for us once and for all.
0: Yeah, I um, mm-hmm. hashtag pickle or melon. Yeah, mm-hmm. if uh, the relevant timestamp is twenty one thirty five, if you're watching the version of this, the file that's on xhamster dot um, But anyway. Um, they have sex once this pickle or melon yeah. is done with, and <laughs> yeah there it's a there it goes, yeah, and um
1: also the most athletic scene i I've ever seen mm. it's pretty athletic,
0: yeah, they do a um a standing up um I believe the kids are calling it a sixty nine
1: yeah, but like up she's upside down. And she's going to break her neck if he drops her. Ugh, I could not enjoy it. I was just... I was like, where's the spotter, you know?
0: Yeah, I didn't love it. Um, She no. kind of fucks his knee at one point.
1: Oh, that was interesting. Yeah. That was a very interesting...
0: <laughs> I guess um, I have a, I just have a much... Um, higher threshold for this scene just because it's so clearly her fantasy and she's conjured this fellow into mm-hmm. her bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so it never um uh yeah I, 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 it doesn't it doesn't irk me at all anywhere near yeah. the way the first scene does so I'm
1: um. yeah we've never seen a, a knee receive this kind of affection no before
0: no, no. it's an overlooked erogenous zone but yeah. uh for good reason, because it's not very <laughs> it's not very erogenous. Um I a thing that I did sort of like about this scene is mm-hmm. that um this this uh this fella
1: mm-hmm.
0: has some he's sort of um he's got that sort of interchangeable quality that uh that <laughs> women tend to have in a lot uh-huh. of these movies, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's just yeah. um uh, porn actor, David Ruby, is this anonymous mm-hmm. fruit seller. And just uh-huh. like, it could have been in this fantasy. There's no conversation. There's no, you know, there's no, he just, he's not given any character, any character. He's just like a sex partner here for Vanessa Del Rio. And mm-hmm. it's only fair that like that happens in a, in a lady's fantasy at some point. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of, I really like that too. She was definitely, yeah the most important person. In general. Yes. In no, scene, I'm sorry. I, I uh I I they they were upside down. And so I was holding oh, yeah. my breath. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
1: I forgot to speak. <laughs> yeah
0: that happens. Um the phone rings, that ends her fantasy. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Real bummer. Goddamn phone, yeah. And who is it but our old pal Georgina Spelvin? Her, uh, who is Vanessa's uh, shitty rich sister.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Talks about how she's in s- some special circle or whatever, and she's just yes. flaunting her richness. And even though I liked Georgina in this moment, I kind of hate her. She's got that like weird mid-Atlantic accent going To
1: <laughs>
0: Quick cut, and then we're back to Vanessa's daughter in the old bathtub.
1: Yes. Uh, masturbating in the bath with her, with the shower head um, and kind of, ha- you know, en- enjoying some girl talk at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this like dancing close to the line of, of incest. Um, the oh, father. Right. Yeah. Like, I maybe I just have a sick mind. I've been called, you know, I've been accused of worse, but I, I kept expecting him to open the door Mm. and walk in on her. Cause like the, the shower curtain is just, you know, it's pushed out of the way. She's in clear view. I just expected him to walk in and then start fucking her. That does not happen.
0: No. Um, fun things I thought about the scene, um, Mm -hmm she and a friend are talking about like some third friend, and I didn't write this dialogue down, but like yeah. as she's masturbating, she's like, no, I never do that. That's yeah, gross. I basically. I never
1: touch myself.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's fun. Um, and mm-hmm. then after her dad, uh, interrupts her, um, to, and she's going to get off the phone. Um, she says to this anonymous person she's speaking with, she says, Ooh, I've got to get off now. Quick. <laughs> and that's funny because it's about um, masturbating.
1: And phone calls.
0: And phone calls. Yeah, it's about both at once. Mm-hmm. Hooray! Yeah.
1: Um. Where so to next night, night, nightfall. Right. Evening is fast approaching, so Arcadia, um, leaves for dinner with her date, and kind mm-hmm. of like tries to hint at her roommate again as, as strongly as possible that you know we're gonna go on our date now like hint hint make yourself scarce but the friend is just saying like alright great have fun see you when you get home
0: mm-hmm. A thing and, I like about that scene is mm-hmm. how um, boyfriend shows up and, uh, and Arcadia says oh I'm almost ready to go and then they talk for two seconds and then she says okay I guess we better be going <laughs> She hints at some some further preparation that's necessary.
1: Yeah. Oh, and you see that uh, that paper towel holder again.
0: Best thing <laughs> in the movie besides that pickle. Um, so then we go over to the the dinner party, mm-hmm. and the greatest name in the history of porn.
1: Oh yes.
0: Uh, yes. Did you happen to look up the name of the lady who has the sex fantasy at the dinner party?
1: Um. No. I did oh. appreciate her hair and her glasses, but
0: I appreciated those two things very much. And I've, mm-hmm. uh, but I appreciate this third thing about her, perhaps most mm-hmm. of all her, uh, her performer name is Debbie revenge.
1: I like that. I like <laughs> yeah, that you do. It's great. It is great. Yeah. It,
0: yeah. 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 Yeah, no, she's she's very good, and uh, mm-hmm. no small part of that is because she's fucking Debbie Revenge. <laughs> I love the efficiency of this fantasy.
1: Yeah, it just gets everyone together. It brings just the whole family. Brings the whole family together,
0: together immediately. Because mm-hmm. we're barely introduced to the idea of this dinner party before yeah. cut. Debbie Revenge is no longer sitting out at the table she is naked atop the table
1: yes yeah um naked for everyone to observe and touch and participate and pleasure
0: yeah um a thing that i like in this scene or that i think is funny to me is that um one of the one of the fellas who david morris who must be the um the tennis pro
1: Yes! Oh my God!
0: I mean, we, there's a lot to say about him. Not the least of which is to talk a lot at length about his hair. But he's sort oh of my like God. so. There are four people surrounding this lady mm-hmm. on the table, and mm-hmm. he's kind of like he's kind of making eyes at. I think it's more the 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 niece there, uh, Georgette mm-hmm. Saunders. Mm-hmm. But it sort of has this vibe of like sort of like he's putting his pickup moves on a lady who's at the same orgy as he's at already you know and i just i just love that uh, idea of like somebody (laughs) being like so after
1: after this this after the orgy um
0: yeah what are you
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) you want to leave this orgy yeah you want
0: to you want to you want to get out of this crazy orgy and do something a little bit more low-key like just the two of us having sex (laughs) like it's uh it's weird
1: yeah, David Morris um s- striking strikingly handsome. You think? No? Um yeah, like a right. like a young Mick Jagger.
0: He does have a like kind of rock and roll vibe about mm, him, meets I think. like
1: a Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, so I I looked David Morris up. Mhm. Um, he's no longer with us um and the but that um don't really want to share what people claim to be the cause of death because it 's speculative at this point, sure. but there is an extensive kind of thread online where people are talking about how they've tried to interview his family they 've tried to um speak to people who knew him from that time and i thought it was fascinating that someone who is not considered one of the more iconic figures of of adult cinema from this time period still has this allure and and cult following uh, hmm. people like me i guess
0: from his performer page here it looks like yeah, he was in a lot of um as well as sort of straight movies and mm-hmm. a lot of uh, buying gay movies as well. Yeah.
1: Apparently he was um for his time one of the few people who just would was willing to film anything.
0: Mm. Yeah, no he seems to he has uh, 219 entries here at the Internet Adult Film Database mm. and yeah. uh Yeah. I agree with you that he did have sort of a, sort of a a rock and roll vibe. Mm Um, that Mick Jagger comparison makes a lot of sense to me. And, uh, yeah, no, he is, um, I would say of the, of the fellas in this movie, um, (laughs) he's definitely the best. Um, and close competition,
1: competition.
0: (laughs) Well, oh, no, I would say, yes, but I would say that the second best is David uh-huh. Ruby, because he doesn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> that goes far to raise him in my mind. That's you know, true.
1: Yeah. Can't say anything wrong. Those,
0: and those other two guys. Mm. Oh, there is. Uh, that's a two way tie for last of the last. Mm. So this is a pretty good segue to his scene, huh?
1: Yeah. Um, so as, the, um, as Debbie Revenge kind of uh, slips out of her fantasy and back into the real world, she absentmindedly knocks over this wine glass and the wine spills on Georgina Spelvin's dress. So she uh, quickly runs to the bathroom to try and um, take care of it. And then that's when we dip into her fantasy, or that's how I interpreted the scene.
0: Oh, that's how I read it, too. Yes, absolutely. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And so her fantasy is having the tennis pro sneak in on her while she's trying to um, fix her dress. And uh, they go right at it in, in the bathroom. Okay, so back up a bit. I feel like we're introduced to another incest boarder. Oh, explain. Does she pee into the toilet? As he comes on her face.
0: And yes. And you
1: see the pee? Yes. Swirl into the toilet bowl? Uh-huh. Have we ever seen pee before? Um. I mean, well, we've still... peed on the show before.
0: Right. Um. But- I'm just confused because you introduced this uh, important topic by s- using the phrase incest border, and oh, I yeah. was just there's they're not related.
1: Oh, I I thought did I say incest border? I said yes. fetish. I should have said
0: oh, okay, fetish okay, border. got it, got it, got it. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, that's a, I think that's a
0: new one for for us. I didn't really. I feel like this is in this um, in this weird mm. um, no man's land. Of, like, being kind of weird for, um, but also not committing to it enough to be intriguing to anyone who's into Mm -hmm. that.
1: Right. Um, But it was very sensual, the scene. Like, we always hear the tap running. We hear these, like, water, echoey water sounds. There's the gush of the tap water. Um, Her slip kind of getting soaked as it mm-hmm. falls into the sink
0: i um yeah. when when speaking of the, the water sounds a thing that i thought mm-hmm. was interesting was the um the dining table orgy does not have any um sound from oh. the um recorded on set it's all just yeah. the music the music um, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, and then this is no music. It's all just like water sounds. there's a mm-hmm. big, um, mm-hmm.
1: um, I don't know. Oh, if th- that what explains was... why this felt so much more like immediate. Mm.
0: Uh, hmm. No, that makes sense. And of course, um, he, uh, wears a shirt while he, uh, oh, while he does yeah. sex. So that's, <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Yes. It's a thing that I'm thing. not mm-hmm.
0: into, but I do, I do like his, um, his cool polo with the uh with the tiger on it. It's nice.
1: Oh. Yeah. That
0: felt very era appropriate, you uh-huh. know. Uh-huh.
1: What yeah, brand is like, that
0: with the tigers?
1: The ti- I have no idea. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> isn't it I mean. also very um late 70s to to for for a kind of upper middle class New York housewife to have an affair with the tennis pro?
0: Oh, sure tennis pro affairs were all the rage amongst the (laughs) yeah it seems fine yeah
1: yeah Um, and
0: this this one the the way it ends you know is if there are any question about whose fantasy it is the way she kind of um comes out of it Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh makes it makes it very obvious because she's kind of like whoa Mm. I, i guess i didn't just have sex in here i guess i can leave
1: yeah so now um now it's late at night Mhm. And it's about eleven thirty-four. The... <laughs> Just about. Mhm. Yeah. Uh, Samantha Fox's secretary, A.K.A. Arcadia's uh, roommate, is um, tucking herself into bed. Right. And she great positions... pajamas. Mm, Yes, and she positions her alarm clock radio. Um securely on the nightstand so we see that it's 11 34 mm-hmm. and as she falls asleep she fantasizes about her roommate uh, returning with her date to f- to fuck her together yeah and so we get a nice close-up look finally at that amazing turquoise jewelry
0: yeah this is um this seems a kind of weird one to me how so well, my interpretation of this, the, the, the different fantasies as they go, mm-hmm. and they go from like pretty generic to mm-hmm. wildly uh, specific. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. fantasy number one, and we have different interpretations of fantasy number one, but in my mind it's, I wish I had mind control powers over ladies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fine. Fantasy number two is, I wish that hot vegetable guy would fuck me. Mm-hmm. Straightforward. Three, mm-hmm. I wish all these people would fuck me. Yeah. Straightforward. Four, I uh, I wish the tennis pro would come in here and fuck me. Pretty straightforward.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then we get this one.
1: <clears throat> How Fantasy is this number not five. Straightforward, yeah?
0: Yeah. I wish my roommate and her date would come here and drug me so that I don't know that I'm fucking them and then mm. I would kind of stay asleep, but I'm not really asleep because mm. I'm still feeling it. And I hope that the boyfriend is kind of detached and mostly just kind of lazy and uh-huh. watching for the most part. I yeah. want him to not really be into it or for it to seem like maybe he's really not into it. Mm-hmm. And I just want her to kind of like narrate everything and give orders.
1: Do you think maybe this is like, um, she, she has feelings for her roommate. Yeah. And Seems that way. So she she was like staying home intentionally to Ooh. sabotage her date, Mm. so that she can have her for herself.
0: But also, like she's but, asleep when they come back. Yes. So mm-hmm. even if this weren't, you know, uh, she's really not interrupting them.
1: Oh yeah,
0: not um, really for good sabotage.
1: <laughs> she's working on it. She's working.
0: Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Baby steps. <laughs> I mentioned in the narration a thing that mm-hmm. I, I I just find a little skin crawling in multiple spots in this movie is just like mm-hmm. the bland way that people talk to each other and mm-hmm. like the first scene it's just, just where when when the the guy is just like okay now i want you to take your panties off and mm-hmm. then Samantha Fox is like oh okay i will do that thing it's just like Ugh, it's gross and then it's um when Arcadia is like walking her date through this, um, this mm. scene that's, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I, I found it a little, a little gross, even though we know it's like the, um, uh, we know it's Merle Michaels character's fantasy that doesn't go quite far enough to make it, to keep it from being a little uncomfortable to me.
1: I see. Interesting. I'll have to rewatch this. I
0: don't know if that's worth your time, but (laughs) what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, should we,
1: uh, yeah, move um, on to the real loser of the movie? Yes. Uh, well, yeah, sure. Um, so this is, um, the, the teen, the teenage girl who was helping out her aunt Mm-hmm. at her dinner party um, she's at the dinner party and she kind of uh, wanders into a bedroom a dark bedroom and finds adult sexy lingerie yeah so she's trying out this interesting corset and and garter and then her uncle John walks in uh, Georgina Spelvin's husband in a brick orange suit and uh he walks up on her and he's like you shouldn't be wearing this this is for this is for women not girls uh, yeah um, and she's like no i am a woman he's like all right then fuck me and she's like what no and he's like well a woman would fuck me a girl wouldn't and so she fucks him
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not good.
1: What are you doing, little girl? Hmm? Have you been a bad girl? Oh, no sir. No sir? Well, what are you doing with, with these things? I just wanted to try them on. Ah, but these are not things for little girls. These are things for grown women. I am a woman. No, you're not. You're still a little girl. Look. And she's like, oh, I'm a virgin. And then she, like, sprawls herself out on the bed. And he has a moment. Like, the camera focuses on him, his face, as he he kind of, like, deliberates that for, like, half a second. And then shrugs to himself and then kind of dives on top of her.
0: Mm -hmm. It's um... It's unpleasant. Um, So, uh, yeah. The, the fella uh, mm-hmm. the, in the scene uncle John there um mm-hmm. played by r Bala. he's sort of um he's sort of a like porn vince Vaughn
1: yes.
0: Glad yes. we're on the same page on that one. Um and he's he's sort of like Vince Vaughn, but like let himself go a bit. Um yeah. not to, you know. I'm I know I'm just constantly body shaming these porn guys, but um sorry. <laughs> um but he's got this like total just like shit eating grin, pretty mm-hmm. much the whole scene. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it's uh it's not uh yeah. yeah, it's not good. This is his niece, you know. Well first of all.
1: So I went back and watched uh, rewatched um, the the girl's scene when she's masturbating in the shower, uh-huh. in the bath and talking to her friend. Mm-hmm. And she does mention to her friend on the phone that um that she has a thing for her uncle John. Hm. So I interp- I then gave myself permission to interpret this as her fantasy
0: interesting um, but it's
1: interesting how even in her fantasy he's still an, a loser <laughs> yes <laughs> like he's and it's not also any um, more eloquent or any more sensitive than he is in yeah. real life
0: she's fully asleep at the end of the scene right so he wakes her up to like take her back to her home yeah and so that makes um
1: yes so that was how uh, all, i was like oh these... so she had fallen asleep on the bed and fantasized about the whole thing
0: mm-hmm. oh see i did the opposite because all the other fantasies are waking no one has a dream sequence mm.
1: um,
0: um yeah although i guess it's you know maybe the maybe um the previous one maybe that's all it maybe that's all just a just a wonderful mm-hmm. sleep molestation dream um maybe but this
1: whole movie was her dream <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, maybe (laughs) could be, um, but whose dream? Um, but also just a lot of the things where it's like, um, where, where she's like, uh, the, the details about like, Oh, it hurts a little. Oh, like that's so weird if it's her fantasy, right. It's weird Mm. if it's it's gross, if it's terrible, if it's his fantasy, but it doesn't, (laughs) you know, at least uh, whatever. Um, yeah, Yeah, I just, it's, I, I would say this scene to me is so gross that like, there's not a spin I can put on it where I'm like, oh, that makes it okay to me.
1: Um, yeah, I will say like growing up in a culture that was obsessed with virginity, I was also led to believe that, um, sex would be painful, Mm. especially, uh, the first time, you know, um, Mm -hmm. that the primary feeling would be pain.
0: So I guess let's, let's just, let's come Mm -hmm. at this from a different way though. All right. Mm -hmm. So this is a, um, so this is a, this is a movie that's constructing these different fantasies, right. Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of presenting them as fantasies. Mm -hmm. Uh, but to me, there are limitations on sort of how much I can buy into right. that, and how much mm-hmm. there um, I'm insulated by the idea that oh no, these are the ladies' fantasies. Right. Yeah, and since everything is ultimately supposed to be um, a reflection of the fantasy of the of the presumed uh, male audience.
1: Yes, but I think also growing up what i what i had internalized about virginity was also the narrative that had served the male audience because i thought my body was supposed to serve the male audience so yeah i i didn't find it yes i I found it disturbing but it wasn't new or shocking
0: uh only last little bit of action in this film is uh it's nighttime everyone sort of returns home and Mm -hmm. uh um poor Vanessa Del Rio asleep in bed her shitty husband throws himself on top of her one last time yeah to circle us back to this morning
1: yes it's such a symmetrical book ending
0: um is there um is there a winning scene in this for you I think for uh, me yeah, the last the, one is clearly the loser. I was wondering if you had a winner. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the, the giant pumpkin on the street. No, but of oh, like the sex parts.
0: Of the sex parts.
1: Oh, that was hella sexy. And <laughs> um, <laughs> I
0: yes, we used you and Yes. Sexy Pumpkins. But um
1: Sexy Pumpkins. Um Um I guess like I mean, I guess that same scene with the with the fruit produce. Mm-hmm. Um person just because uh, I love Vanessa Del Rio. Sure. Yeah.
0: I would say for me it's either that scene, which mm-hmm. I think overstays his welcome a little bit.
1: Yeah.
0: Or or the um the uh the uh dining room orgy there. And that's mm-hmm. that's a scene mm-hmm. that like I sort like of the like Debbie the revenge, I,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: Debbie Revenge. Uh, I I'm a big Debbie Revenge fan.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: didn't even know it until right now. That's a scene where I think, I feel like this is true for me in a lot of like of these movies, which is that scenes just sort of overstay their welcome. And so even the ones where I'm kind of into it, I get so much more than I want.
1: I guess when you're like masturbating, right? The last thing you want is for the scene to end before you're done. Oh, I I suppose so. Yeah. And then you also don't want it to be too close of a call either. Like you want there to be ample room.
0: Yeah. You want some room to maneuver, but what I problem is like, this isn't, that's not really my thing is like, yeah. What I find much more enjoyable than Mm -hmm. watching porn while I masturbate is I just lounge in the bathtub and I just call (laughs) up one of my friends from school, you know, (laughs) and just like talk about our days.
1: You know, Uh gossip.
0: That's the Mm -hmm. sexiest thing of all to me is just school gossip. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I just don't really, I guess I just, that's the way that I relate to masturbation and I don't really (laughs) see it as like a, I don't tie it to my, my porn viewing, which I Mm -hmm. see as more of a sort of a critical and artistic endeavor.
1: I see. Yeah. That,
0: that's just me though.
1: Well, yeah, I,
0: so I feel like, um, We've weighed in pretty thoroughly on sort of uh, debated the poison of this mm-hmm. all along. I think we probably have spoken enough to that. And maybe mm-hmm. we can go straight to ratings. Does that sound yeah, good yeah, to yeah. you?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, four for me.
0: Four for you. Yes, wow. I haven't
1: given a four in a while. Wow. Um, but this, I mean yeah I will stand by the four um just for the the kind of the constellation of stars um if you want to see some of the biggest stars of vintage adult cinema many of them are in this and um it's like a real greatest hits and I yeah and I love the colors Love the pumpkins. Um, Appreciated that no one died or got killed. That is nice. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I'm going to Ferns. Mm.
1: This is just,
0: I I just, um, I appreciate the sort of the work and the production values. I just, I'm too viscerally turned off by the first and last of the sex scenes yes. um, mm-hmm. to just uh, to go any higher than two. It's just, it just the basically as far from what I want to see uh, as, <laughs> as it, as it gets. So there, yeah, you, you, there you are. Sorry, Babylon pink, two ferns from me.
1: Mm.
0: I think that about wraps it up, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> It's funny to just say, yes, because then it seems like you got some more after that, but not necessarily. But uh,
1: thank you. Yeah, just uh, tweet us.
0: Yeah, send us a tweet. But what Mm -hmm. I don't want you to do, though, is put a review on on iTunes. Um, Please don't review us on iTunes. I think it's better for just to have Mm -hmm. the one review, the one Mm -hmm. good five-star review. And I think, like if we get any more reviews, people might be like, mm, this seems like it's a little bit uh, too big and mainstream and not mm-hmm. quite as underground as I prefer. Right. So that's my hope is okay. that um, you will not mm-hmm. review the show. Cause I don't want us to lose our kind of underground outsider credibility. So okay. thank you in advance everyone for not giving us a five-star review on iTunes. Well, well, Um, uh, thanks so much for listening to yet another episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. I have been Randy Chardonnay saying goodbye.
1: I have been Monday Blue, also saying goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Bye.